Welcome to the Stronger Business Podcast, where we discover how to get stronger together. What is up, entrepreneurs and business owners? Welcome back to the Stronger Business Podcast. This is where we get financially stronger together, where we learn how to make more money, pay less taxes, and invest in things that build passive income and make us all rich. That's why we're here. That's what we're here to do together. And today's episode is a perfect example of that. My man, Hayden Crabtree, is joining me for a conversation around ways to invest in rental real estate, be able to make money, save thousands on your taxes, an awesome way to build wealth and to take advantage of some of the loopholes and things out there that are tremendously in your favor as a business owner and a real estate investor. Here we go. What an honor to sit here with the man who has made me money, saved me money, and taught me so many things about the world of business. Chad, what's up, man? What's up, my man? How you doing today? Man, I'm fantastic. How about Good. you? I'm well. Well, listen, I am super pumped to share with everybody today some really cool stuff that I think is going to change the game for people who are already investing in real estate. But I first just want to talk about how we know each other. You know, we're not just a business relationship. We have a friendship now. And so to me, I think back on my you know, journey as an investor starting eight years ago in the single family world, getting into multifamily, self-storage, and through that whole process, you know, you read books, you read things online. But whenever you have somebody you can go to in your town that knows what they're talking about and is willing to just share that information with you, it's so special. So I think back on our relationship is you being somebody who has not just helped me become an investor, but really helped me scale my real estate investing into financial freedom into so many different formats. So what does it mean to you, you know, of, of where we've been from seven years ago to today? And what do you think back on? Well, first know? of all, Oh, man, that means a lot. Like it truly like to be part of your journey and uh, for yeah. us to share and learn together and experiences. It it means a lot, and I I love I love what I do in helping people make more money, save on taxes, and figure out how to invest in passive assets right. and real estate to get rich. That's yeah. what we're here for. How do we build our dream life? And man, you've been such an awesome inspiration for me to watch at such a young age man go through and implement all the things you're learning go through and do all the things you're doing and and growing and bring other people into the fold and teaching them through yeah. books and courses and seminars yeah. how to how to be successful in all those areas so and I it's been fun because I remember the first time we met I mean I was like how old is Hayden? I'm like, I, I, was, I was 19. Oh my God. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, and I was like, Hey man, can you teach me how to read a tax return? Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, who is this dude? Yeah. And you're like, yeah, you know, I'm working for free, you know, to learn. I'm like, I was just mind blown over yeah. the whole thing. Wow. Um, at, at 19, I can't even describe what I was doing, but it wasn't that. Yeah. Uh, well, I appreciate it. But, I mean, one of the things that was so cool was you're running when we first met, I mean, you'd been running your tax practice for how long? 15 years at that point. And you yeah. had kind of found yourself not just wanting to be an average everyday tax return, but somebody who goes in and focuses and say, I want to work specifically with entrepreneurs and I want to work specifically with investors because you are one, an amazing entrepreneur and investor, but also because there's so much cool stuff you can do to help specifically those people just take their huge tax bill because hopefully those guys are making a lot of money and just lower it way, 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 way down 
down. So, you know, like how did you find that kind of as your, you know, niche? And and is that still today like what you're doing solely is working with entrepreneurs and investors? 100%. All we work with is entrepreneurs and business owners and real estate investors. That's it. We don't do transactional tax returns. If all people have is a W-2 or something, that's not what we do. And there's a few reasons for that and why I love that and I'm so passionate about serving that type of client is I am the client. Mm. I own businesses. I own real estate. I have Airbnbs. I'm doing things inside of trying to build passive income. So that's what I love. That is truly how I believe you you really change your financial future and how you financially get stronger and just have massive impact on the rest of your life. On honestly, just being able to work less and make more. Yeah. And that's that's what I love. That's what I try to do. That's what I teach. That's the clients I like to help. But the real reason behind it is in my world of what I do in the tax world and tax planning, that equals tools. If all you have is a W-2, you can be a doctor and make $700,000 on a W-2. I can't do much. It's transactional. Mm -hmm. You're paying me for my time to transactionally do a tax return for you. But if you have rental real estate, if you have a business, if you have those things, those are tools where I can now move the needle. I can provide value. Oh, you can move the I, needle. I can use 25 <laughs> years of experience yeah. and loopholes and secret deductions to save you 20, 30, 40, 50, $100,000 on your taxes, which is life-changing. Yeah. Or my favorite part of what that does, that in a lot of cases gives you a down payment to go buy another yeah. property. And we do it all over again. Well, I mean, let's just talk about, right? Like, whenever I was first getting started, I read The Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yeah. It changed my it's life. Really, it's more like a lot of us started. started yeah. right? And and one of the things that stuck out most to me in, in uh, Kiyosaki's teachings was you have to surround yourself with a team of people who know more than you, right? If you're the smartest guy in the room then you're in the wrong room and you need people not only who are going to be around you but you can consider members of your team so i was so fortunate early to have you be a member of my team that's the way i look at it i'm like all right chad's at wide receiver over there you know like i have this this all-star team with you being one of those and the reason that having a team is so important is because you can't go learn everything that on all fronts of your business and investing business that you need to know and one of the most impactful things that i learned that you taught me was the power of real estate investing, but specifically the power of utilizing the tax benefits inside of of being a real estate investor. And so just give me a high level overview of like the two ways that being a real estate investor can just massively impact how much taxes you pay. Absolutely. And here's what I always like to start this conversation off with this, because a lot of this truly seems too good to be true. Like I can buy real estate, it appreciates, I can build wealth and save tens if not hundreds of thousands of dollars on taxes. There's no way that can be the case. Here's why, here's what I tell people. I I always start out this way. Congress writes tax law. IRS does not write tax code, does not write tax law. IRS just enforces it. It is written by Congress. Guess what Congress is made up of? People. A bunch of rich, business owners and real estate investors. Yeah. And they don't like paying taxes either. No. So they build all of these loopholes in. They build all these things in. There's over a million words of, of tax code at this point. There's over hundreds of thousands of pages of bills that have tax legislation mixed into it. So they sneak these things in. And if you don't research it or you don't specialize your education in these loopholes, you just don't know about it. And is that why, like, like you tell me something – 
and then I'll go tell somebody else, and then they'll say, I don't know about that. I'm going to go talk to my accountant, and then their accountant tells them it's not true. I can't. You can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's not possible. My accountant told me whatever. And so they're like, to, in the world of for an investor or an entrepreneur, there seems to be a lot of contradicting information. Mm-hmm. But a lot of what is true is the CPA you're using and how much research they're actually doing into that tax code and how they're how they're opening their eyes to what's in the tax code and how it can be used. So this happened this morning. I had a client this morning come in. He's like, man, I owe $210,000. He's like, I cannot, I need help. I told my CPA, do not file these returns. I got to go find somebody. I came in, I looked at it. In 15 minutes, we saved $55,000. The tax return is not wrong. How much did that cost him to, to save 50? Did he have to go spend money to save 55? Or no. it's just like, we're going to make this No, move. we just changed a few. Here, here's how we done it. Yeah. He's got a real estate brokerage making $600,000 on a Schedule C. He was paying $29,000 in self-employment tax. He was already an LLC. He already had a federal ID number. You ch- make him an S-Corp, you save twenty grand. Wow. He had commercial real estate, exactly what we're talking about here. He had an office building that he rents from his business. He had another building. They they were barely, barely depreciating anything. So within some accelerated depreciation, changing him to an S-Corp, which everything was already in place. He had paid his kids. He'd done a couple other things that wasn't on there. We truly saved him in 15 minutes over $50,000 in taxes. But here's the thing. His tax return was not wrong. It was a correct tax return. It would have been fine. It's just not the best thing for him. It's not optimized. There's multiple ways to do a tax return. And if it's not in your benefit, it's in the IRS's benefit. And and for him, he's, he's in a situation that's very common that I see his CPA is in a practice his that CPA's dad started. His dad's in his 80s. This guy's in his 50s now. They don't do any continuing education. They're in mm. a small town. They're very conservative. They don't own businesses. They don't own real estate. So they just buy the book, do the most yeah, conservative. Yeah, they're not really incentivized to do the research because yeah. when you research, you're thinking to yourself, how am I going to take advantage yeah. of this on my own taxes? And then I get to share the wealth with all of my clients. But one of the things, again, that you taught me so early on, I'm like, most people don't realize this. I kind of look at this as like, I'm sitting on, every time I buy a property, I'm sitting on a piggy bank, right? A big piggy bank that's equivalent to the value of what I paid for that property. And so you touched on this a second ago. That's the way I look at it. But you touched on this a second ago. Tell me real fast. I think it's the number one benefit that you can get as a real estate investor tax-wise. What is depreciation and what does it mean to accelerate depreciation? So you And is you, this the number one loophole in America? It is the number one loophole in America. And honestly, the, my two favorite things to take advantage of in the tax world is accelerated depreciation and the personal residence exclusion. Both of them are around real estate. You can sell your personal house every two years and make five hundred grand tax free. Wow. It's beautiful. And you can buy rental real estate, build wealth, get rich, and save tens if not hundreds of thousands of dollars in taxes. And so you define depreciation better than anybody I've ever met. You call it a ghost expense. And I love that. It's not money you're spending. It doesn't even exist. Property appreciates. Mm -hmm. But in the tax code, you get to depreciate it. Mm -hmm. I get to buy a million dollar building and I get to write it off. 
And the whole time it is going up in value and making me money. So, so the, you get to write off your investment. You get to write off your investment. So not just your down payment. Not let's say let's say I buy a building for a million and I put three hundred thousand dollars. What do I write off? You write off the purchase price. You can be out of pocket zero dollars. You can bring investors in. You can borrow money. You can one hundred percent finance the deal. On a million dollar building, you still get to write off a million dollars. Now the question is. How fast can I write it off? Mm. Traditional depreciation, traditional CPAs or tax firms go the most conservative route, write it off over 39 years, Mm -hmm. which is just some made-up number. Well, there's something called cost-seg studies, which allow you to use accelerated depreciation. Instead of taking a million-dollar building and writing it, it's still awesome. I get right off a million dollars over 39 years, mm-hmm. offset my rental income, offset some other income I may be paying taxes on. But if I use the accelerated depreciation rules to cost seg it on furnishings for Airbnbs, on commercial buildings, on traditional rentals, multifamily, poultry houses, any type of real estate you're using for business or rental purposes, you can do this. I'm able to break it down into components and now I can write off hundreds of thousands of dollars in one year and even more than that in the first 10 years. So they say, hey, flooring. Flooring is a five-year depreciation life. Cabinets, that's five years. Parking lots, that's 15 years. Well, you break things down into asset classes. Instead of saying the whole million dollars is 39 years, we break it down into about 25 different categories. And anything according to tax code that has less than the 20-year life, you can use bonus depreciation, Mm. accelerate it, and write it off in one year, three years, five years, and just speed up the million dollars. This is a lot of, like, I hear people saying, well, I heard that bonus depreciation is gone, or like, and I'm like, no, it's still massive. So tell me in two sentences, what's the deal with bonus depreciation in 2023 and going forward? So bonus depreciation right now is on a sunset provision where it decreases by 20% a year and goes away in five years. We have that happen all the time in tax code. There's a thousands of sunset provisions. Mm. They almost always get renewed. They rarely ever phase out. Once they're there, people want to keep them and politicians want to get voted in office. So they keep passing these things. So they want to use them again. So it's probably not going to go away. If it does, it's phasing out over five years. It's still massive tax benefits. And there's other types of depreciation you can accelerate. There's other things. There's not just bonus. There's 179 deductions. There's other depreciation rules. Yeah, there's so many. So people get hung up on, oh, I can't write off cost segs anymore. I can't write off my vehicle anymore. Not true. Well, So let's just like think about what like a real world implication of what you're saying let's say that i'm a real estate agent i'm a broker i'm an entrepreneur and let's say i'm an entrepreneur who owns a gym and let's say i'm making a million dollars a year let's say i had to go buy a new building for my gym let's say the building was two million dollars so traditionally the entrepreneurs making a million dollars a year will pay how much in taxes if they're Let's say, let's say 350 grand, 400 grand. Let's say, I mean, if they have a good CPA, 250. If they don't, 400. Okay, yeah. okay. let's say 400. That's how much difference say, a, yeah. a business CPA sure. versus a, yeah. So let's say they're paying 400,000. Let's yeah. say the only move they make is that new building they bought that, let's yep. say they got an SBA loan and they put 200 grand down. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they bought it for 2 million. Let's ignore all the equipment they put in the gym and everything, like just the building to relate to all of our real estate investors out there who buy rental houses, apartments, whatever it is. It works the same for all of them, right? 100%. So 
that guy, if he did a cost segregation study and utilized that, what would his, he's making a million dollars, he's paying 400000 the only move he makes is doing a cost segregation study on his new gym building. How much, like, what do you think his depreciation would be and how would that impact the $400,000 of taxes he pays? All right, I love this. All right, so this is where all you listeners out there and all you watching get out your pen and paper. Million dollar income, 400,000 taxes, you're paying 40% taxes, pretty straightforward. A $2 million building, if we call seg it, and it's an average cost seg, we break that down, you're probably gonna pick up about seven hundred to $800,000 of accelerated depreciation. Okay. So in year one, sometimes in most, in these cases, we can write off $800,000 on that building. So he made a million. Now the IRS is recognizing that he only made 200000 Correct. Right. If you have the things in place on your return, you're structured correctly to be able to take advantage of that $800,000 depreciation deduction, it offsets your gym income. Now you're only paying taxes on two hundred grand. you are in a lower tax bracket, so you're probably paying 15% on two hundred grand. Your taxes are now probably $30,000. You go from a $400,000 tax bill to a $30,000 tax bill. That is how much difference a cost seg study makes. Wow. And guess what? You're saving even more because now your business is paying rent. You're writing rent expense off on oh, your business. Yeah. You got cash flow paying the note. It's appreciating in value. You just win like five times on one property so purchase many, and one cost. Segment. So many different ways. But but the long and the short is, is he needed the new gym. He yep. put two hundred thousand dollars down, but he saved three hundred seventy thousand in taxes. So he effectively he got his, he got his down he got payment paid plus profit. He got out paid of to buy the gym. Is Absolutely. that right? He got paid. And so that's what I think is so powerful for entrepreneurs and investors to recognize about the cost segregation study is that it already makes sense for you to buy this investment. And the way that I think about this is like, hey, you just you went to the gas station, you got a scratch off ticket and you want a million bucks. All right, this is the way I legitimately think about this. You take that that million dollar lottery ticket that you just won, and you take it down to the lottery office. Say, I'm here to get my million bucks, and I go, okay, you can have the million dollars over 39 years, or we'll give you 500 grand this year, 300 grand yes. next year, and 100 grand, 100 grand, 100 grand until you make it out. That's what accelerated depreciation is. You just hit the lottery, and instead of taking your lottery payments over 39 years. Boom! Get them all right now. Front load them all because a dollar today time value of money. A dollar a day is yes. worth more than a dollar tomorrow. And so the same thing I think about: a tax benefit today is worth more than a tax benefit tomorrow because it just gives you back your money now. Why would you not do it? So I think it's I, I think it's the most powerful thing I've ever learned. How does somebody actually do one of these? Is this something they go out and do themselves? Do you have to like like is the guy who bought the gym going to pay a hundred grand in order to take advantage of these? Like, what is the process? You would to- think so, right? You think it's super complicated, super expensive, and it, it's something that's that's hard to navigate, and it's not. That's why professionals are here to do it, and that's why we have a way to make this super easy, super streamlined, stress-free, and crazy affordable based on return on investment for for everybody out there that owns rental real estate. So to do a cost-seg study, there's a couple things you have to have. You have to have a license and experience in construction 
and in tax law. And so... Wait a second. You have to have a license in construction and a license in tax law? That's right. How many, or in, how many, contractors, sort of ta- how many yeah. contractors do you know that are CPAs? Not very many. And, I know one. And, and, <laughs> and so for me, when I first started doing cost seg studies, um, when I started handling them for clients back probably 12 years ago, I was one of probably five people that I knew in the United States that were doing them or could do them. Now there's firms starting to get built around them and, and there's there's things that's you're starting to see them a little more because people are seeing they can take advantage of them. And so for me, I have a general contracting license and I can do residential commercial construction. I've owned a construction company for 15 years. Obviously, I've been in the tax business for 25 years. I own a tax firm. This is what I do running taxes, tax planning, CPA firm, mm-hmm. um, management. And so I have licensing in tax and tax planning and in the construction side. So we are able to internally do cost seg studies. And it has been a massive difference in what we can do for our clients and the levers we can pull to be able to take advantage of that. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's a lot of CPAs. There's a lot of general contractors. There's very few CPAs who are general no. contractors. And, and so you ask about cost and yeah. uh, if this right. thing's going to save me $370,000 in taxes, how the heck much it, does it cost? Well, we've been able to efficiently streamline this process and make an amazing return on investment for, for any clients interested in doing this. Um, we have three price points, and it, it starts at $3,500 and goes up to about $12,000. Okay. So, and what's that based off of? Based on square Location? footage. Based on square footage. Okay. Um, everything, you have to break down the asset of, of what you bought. And so the more square footage, the more work there is, the more buildings there are, the more work there is. And so it's not really based on income or how much you paid for mm-hmm. it. It's just size of the property, whether it's mm-hmm. residential, commercial, Airbnb, multifamily, whatever it is. And so for most people, somewhere between $3,500 and $12,000, they can get a cost seg study done. But you want to be and paying more because that means you're going to get more benefits. Get, that's right. exactly yeah. right. So far, if you have a, you know, just a residential rental, uh, that's where that 3500 comes in. You spend 3500 bucks, you still save twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars You have yeah. a commercial gym like we're talking about. You pay twelve grand. Yeah. You save three hundred and seventy. Where else can you get that type of return on investment? And what I love so much about it is this gym owner. Now he's got a down payment to go buy another piece a second of real location estate and, and and offset and his income he, again next year with a cost only, study. Yeah, not and then only again. does he not only does he get to go buy a second location, he's again getting paid. He's to got buy startup a capital, <laughs> yeah. to furnish it yeah, out I mean, or do whatever. So, so there is no there, like just for clarity, there is no cap on how much depreciation you can claim accelerated depreciation from it, real estate. There's not. There's no cap. Um, you know, sometimes people have more depreciation than they have income. That's okay. What happens in that scenario? Just carries forward. You don't. So you don't waste it. No, it doesn't get wasted. You use it next year? So yeah, absolutely. And so there's truly like no reason not to do this in most cases. Like it's uh, the only time I tell people you may want to not consider doing a cost seg study or accelerated depreciation is if you're planning on selling the property in the next year or two and you don't want to roll it back into real estate. Yeah, if you're not going to 1031. If you're like, if it's a flip, which you and I both are against flips, if it's a flip, Stay away from it anyway. But if you are yeah. going to flip something, you don't want to call seg something. We're that's, talking long-term, yeah. long-term investment property. Well, that's absolutely. All, that's, so, like, let's just run through an example. You know, I just bought a property. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was two and a quarter million. I'm putting another million into it. That was right down the road here, and we're in Atlanta. Um, 
But I'm also doing one in South Georgia. I'm closing on it next week. It's going to be about a $5 million storage deal. Uh, we're going to put $1.2 million into it in terms of equity, some improvements and stuff. Um, how do you think, you're my CPA, so how do you think this $5 million purchase, like you think I'm paying any taxes this year, next year? You're not paying taxes for the next five years, yeah. man. I mean, with with one project that size, you're offsetting so many, so much opportunity to have income in other places, other sales, other things go on, and be able to offset all of it for the next several years. But with two projects or two properties like that, and you're doing construction or value add, we're going to have so much depreciation. Mm-hmm. It's going to carry us at least five years. Mm-hmm. And and again, it's for somebody that's trying to offset business income or other real estate income, their spouse's income, you know, things going on with W-2 income, we're able to use this, this accelerated depreciation to be a win for you in just almost every situation. Now, one of the investors in my storage deal in in, uh, in South Georgia here, the one I'm about to close next week, he's in Texas. He's doing this super cool project where he actually bought a town in the middle of nowhere, Texas. No bought a whole oh, town. Cool. It's like abandoned and everything. That's but he bought a lot cool. of buildings on it and he's redoing it. And he's like, hey, what are the tax benefits in this deal I'm investing in? I'm like, dude, you get tax benefits as an investor. He's like, oh, okay, that's awesome. So I explained to him about that. And he's like, can we do this? On, can, can like the guy doing it for you help me on my town I'm buying in Texas? And I was like, I'm pretty sure he can work wherever. But like, talk to that. Are you doing these anywhere and everywhere? Only in Georgia? What? What's no, the- we are. We're, we're from a tax perspective and from a cost seg perspective, we're able to do these in any state. Um, I even got some clients that have property in Canada. We're able to leverage. Really? Um, but mostly, most of the time we operate within, you know, the, the United States. And we can we can file taxes, cost segs. We're licensed to handle tax planning and all, these, all everything we're talking about in all 50 states. Um, depending on the state. State you in you're you are in it can make a massive difference. Texas doesn't have state taxes. Right. You're going to win on the federal side. He's probably going to offset 30, 35 percent federal taxes. If you're in California, you're going to offset another 10 percent state taxes. Yeah. If you're in New Jersey, you're going to offset nine percent state wow. taxes. So some people, depending on the state you're in, you're going to win even more with cost seg studies to the tune of nine or ten percent of hundreds of thousands of dollars. What I think is so cool about it too is how if you're a high earner, entrepreneur, investor, it's more impactful to you because you're in the higher tax bracket and it it eliminates your higher tax bracket income first, right? Because the tax bracket is like, you make this much, you pay this much tax, make a little more, you pay this more in tax. And this is like, hey, we're cutting it off the top. So that's that, exactly that, whatever right. that highest rate you're in, that's what comes off first, and then below, and then below, and then below, all the way down to zero if possible. But it's even if you can't eliminate your taxes to zero, then in that scenario, it's still the most impactful for you because you're cutting off your highest taxed income. You take our gym owner example. He was paying taxes at the 40% level, which is very, very common for somebody making a million dollars. We were able to knock his income down and call seg study, get him down into one of the lowest tax brackets, which is 12 or 15%. Mm. So now, instead of his income that he is paying taxes on being at a 40% tax rate, it's now at a 12 or 15. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you, you, you even win on income. You're not even offsetting with depreciation. Mm-hmm. So... I appreciate you sharing all of that with everybody. It's been so impactful in my life. If somebody's watching this and let's say they're an entrepreneur who doesn't own real estate, 
um, you know, the best advice for them to get a cost seg is, is probably identify a property you want to buy first. But if you're somebody who already owns rental houses, apartments, industrial buildings, a, a office building for your business, pretty much anything except for your personal residence. You can't use this on your personal residence, but you have some other cool tax benefits. But if you own any sort of secondary investment real estate, then all they have to do is just book a call and then they can learn more about if this is going to apply to them and move forward in the process to buy a- one, right? Absolutely. And here's the beauty. you It doesn't have to be anything you bought in this calendar year or last year's tax year. With cost seg studies, we can go back, in most cases, up to five years in, wow. in retroactive depreciation we don't even have to go back and amend those returns. It can windfall all in this current year. Wow. Or if we want to set it up, you're like, hey, next year I'm going to have more income. Let's do the cost seg study now, but let's not pull the lever until mm-hmm. next year. So we have so much control. And so if you've bought a property, if you own property, if you have things out there you haven't been taken advantage of and you want to offset income, go to remotecostseg.com. You can book a call. It tells you price points. It gives you everything there. It's super awesome. It's super simple. Um, we turn things around in four weeks. And so you here's the other awesome thing about oh, it. Oh, stop overloading with that. I know, I know. What is it? What is it? You do not have to do call seg studies in the same year you're utilizing it. I can do a call seg study right now for somebody that they're going to use on their 2022 taxes. Mm. As long as we do it before they file that return, it could be for 2022, it could be right now for 2023, or it could be for 2024. So we have so much control. But if you go to... What you don't have control over, though, is you don't have control over when the tax deadlines are, and you don't have control over how backed up you may be. I know you say you do them four weeks. Sometimes you get a cue. So it's always more beneficial to go ahead and have it done. That way you're not scrambling to get it done before you want to file your taxes. 100%. So we have made this super streamlined and really we spent 10 years making this a really awesome experience for the customer. But because it's complicated, because it takes a lot of work, we're limited. We can only do a handful of these a month. So we have a backlog. So while we can turn things around in four weeks once we get started, Mm -hmm. we run things on a first come first serve basis. And so you want, if you're thinking about or you want to do this, you need to get in the queue. You need to sign up now. Again, it's super easy. RemoteCostSeg.com. You can have a lot of answers to your questions there, price points. You can book a call. Book a call, answer any questions. Any questions. Your team is always great about just like any questions that are had about any part of the process. Hey, we're happy to talk you through it and make sure, you know, that you're, make sure this is, I think you have some sort of guarantee, isn't it? Like if this isn't going to be ROI positive for you, we'll straight up tell you and you don't pay us and. Yeah. We'll shake hands as friends. And if you need help as a CPA, we'll see if we can fit you in, if you make sense to work with us. But at the end of the day, we're here know, to, it's a win-win We're scenario. here to provide value yeah. and return on your investment with us. And if we can't do that, we'll let you know. we're going to let you know. We're yeah. not, not going to go through the process and, and take your time and money when it's not tremendously beneficial for you. But, yeah, it's, it, it's as a real estate investor, as somebody that doesn't like to pay taxes either – I take advantage of this every single year. It is a no-brainer. I I could not recommend to everybody out there, everybody, you need to figure out how to own rental real estate if you don't already. And if you do, you need to be taking advantage of cost-seg studies. Boom. Thanks for your time, Chad. Appreciate it, brother. Heck yeah, man.
enjoy uh, seeing things happen and watch these storage deals uh, close and we'll write a bunch of stuff yeah, off. Yes, sir. We're ready to I gotta I gotta get in queue for two cost segs. All right, I love it. <laughs> Remotecostseg.com. Go check it out. We'll make it happen. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Stronger Business Podcast. We're excited to come to you again next week with more tools and tactics to help you get stronger in your business and in your life. Check us out on Instagram at Stronger Business or follow us uh, on our website at StrongerBusiness.com. Have an awesome rest of your day and we'll see you next week.